Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, well, today's a special day because this is your second episode this week. Oh my gosh, so much to be thankful for. Happy belated <laughs> Thanksgiving, if you didn't listen to our Thanksgiving episode. And welcome back because today we're talking about the next big Disney Marvel Disney Plus series, Hawkeye. It's finally here and not one episode, but two glorious episodes <laughs> so to dive right in we will do first thoughts on these what do you want to do do you guys want to just do first thoughts over all or first thoughts for episode one and then after one we'll go into two i watched okay them back with... to back so i think it would yeah. be easier to do like both at once yeah i'm not a thousand percent confident of which thing is in which episode <laughs> Well, I can help out because I probably watched them last out of the three of us. So, uh, all right. Well, then we'll just do it as like, it's it's like a movie experience. I mean, they're like 50 minute episodes. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's like a two hours. So, all right. Well then I guess overall first thoughts. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's very, it's very hard to put into words. It's just, it's just Okay. okay. And we'll get into the reasons why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Alisa, how about you? I thought it was better than okay. <laughs> I honestly liked it more than I was expecting to. And I wasn't expecting to like dislike it or be like meh toward it. But I was, I was impressed with how much fun it was and how quickly the show seemed to get on its feet, which I think it's funny because I've I've seen more than one person online posting about how they didn't care for the pacing of the show. And I thought it was fine. I thought that it was getting to a lot of important things really quickly. And uh, I know I've mentioned to both of you guys that it looked like they were uh, sticking pretty closely to the uh, Matt Fraction Hawkeye series that I actually read. (laughs) (laughs) And they are! And I'm so excited! (laughs) I know a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually, is that the, uh, my life as a weapon? I don't think it was, I don't remember there being an issue called that. Uh, it might have had an arc that had that name. I just remember it was called Hawkeye. It was about him and Kate Bishop. 
And it had the tracksuit mafia. What uh what's the guy's name that wrote it? Uh Matt Fraction. Matt Fraction. Um, because I just recently read Okay, yeah. That is it. Um I recently read Oh, it looks like he has a couple. So maybe it's I read it back in like twenty twelve ish. Okay, it's the saga of Barton and Bishop. Okay. I didn't read that one. I recently read <laughs> Hawkeye My Life as a Weapon and started Hawkeye uh Kate Bishop Volume One. It I'm excited because now I want to read the other one because I did see like some main points from My Life as a Weapon in these two episodes. But it's almost like they flipped whose character was doing what, um, like saving Pizza Dog. Mm-hmm. Um, in my life as a weapon, it's Hawkeye that saves Pizza Dog. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. Like it's like things from the comics, but a little bit switched up, so it's not just like same old, same old. Um, but I, I have to agree. For my simple first thought, I enjoyed it. I think it's it's what I wanted these series to be, which is like a little bit more just like dumb fun and not <laughs> not like super intensive. Um, I mean, these first two episodes, I honestly think out of all the series we've had so far, these have been my favorite first two episodes. I just felt like it was... I didn't have a problem with the pacing, I thought that, yeah, it, it did seem a little bit more, a little more like young adult, if that makes sense. Like, not as, not quite as sophisticated yet. But then by, like, the second episode, I feel like it picked up a little bit. But, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. And, like, where, mm-hmm. where they tie this in with MCU main movies. Yeah, I don't have any issue with the pacing. I just, for me, it comes down to just some chemistry imbalance. Like, the chemistry between some of these characters is very weird. And some of the acting was just very subpar. So I'm just kind of like, why Why are you getting screen time? Like, get off the screen. You're doing nothing. Uh, are you talking about Jack? I'm talking about... Uh, which one's Jack? Uh, the step or a soon to be stepdad, I guess. Mm-hmm. No, really, really. Uh, it's uh, the oldest son. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. Uh, every like time I don't know. On... It just anytime he's on screen, I'm just. It's just I don't know. It just felt like I don't know. Just bad. Like just weird. Yeah. Like I agree. That whole th- yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's possible that kid is not an actor because isn't at least one of them one of the Russo's kids? But they just kind of was like, "You're around. Let's put you in the movie." I don't know. I the mean, daughter, the daughter is. I know that mm-hmm. she is, and it could be that some of the other kids are also like their little children, relatives, mm. things <laughs> gotcha. like that. <laughs> yeah i I was excited when they left because I <laughs> yeah. agree. I was just like, "God, <laughs> you guys don't really fit in here. This is weird." Yeah. Um. It's and it's tough because I get it. It's like you know, Clint's doing this family time and like that's the whole setup and mm. but it's just I don't know. It's just like if you're just standing there like it's just like it's just I don't know. It's just I needed more from that and it was just yeah. kinda 
it was weird. weird to me that he was doing family time, but mm-hmm. the mom wasn't with them. Yeah, I was nervous at first. It's like, are they are they separated? Is he like living in a stupid bachelor pad in the city? Is that what the <laughs> setup of this is? But no, it seems like they're together. They yeah. just went on a fun little trip into the city to see Rogers the Musical without Linda Cardellini, which is not fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that thought that was strange. Like, what's going on there? What's the context? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know um, if maybe that will be explained, but it, it would it yeah. seems out of character because it was such a big deal that she got snapped away. You would think yeah. that he would spend all of his time with her. Oh, yeah, so, 100%. Yeah. The context is probably just that Linda Cardellini is in literally everything right now, and they had to... <laughs> they uh, yeah, got a, days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it kind of like to, to what y'all are mentioning earlier, like looking into you know, things that happen in the comics, I'm wondering if they are like flipping things. Cause in one series, Clint owns a building in Brooklyn. Mm. So, you know, that would be some reason of like why he would always be there, but maybe they flipped it. Maybe, uh, Kate like inherits a building. Yeah. Well, we already know she, she has an apartment, but we don't really know who she inherited it from. Yeah. I don't, I was confused about that too, but she, I assume from her dad because That's, yeah. she's like the heir of um, Bishop security mm-hmm. or whatever. So right. either, either she inherited it from her dad or she like her mom paid for it and she yeah. doesn't want to say that. So she just said that she yeah. inherited it. Yeah. But, but the question is, is like, is it just that apartment or is it the whole building? Right. <laughs> Well, clearly, yeah, clearly, like we're dealing with a family that's got bukus of money. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. She she yeah. destroyed a clock tower slash bell tower, and all that happened was nothing. Literally, nothing, nothing yeah. happened except her mom had to pay for it. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I feel like you'd get some criminal charges of some sort, <laughs> whether you could pay for it or not. But well, I mean, whatever. Well, speaking of criminal, what about? Uh, did you catch the the little nod there? To stain, the, huh? The clock tower. Yeah. Yeah, for Albadiah stain. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, I dug into that because uh, this was one. I've seen this this film. Okay, so we're gonna so briefly get outside of Marvel for a second, but this was like a deeper nod to her first, uh, film role was true grit mm-hmm. with oh, okay. him so it was kind of like this like bigger kind of nod reference so it's it's interesting to see that it's tying all the way back to iron man but it's really kind of extending to like show how they're connect these two people are connected as well right. outside of marvel mm-hmm. that's pretty cool that is really cool yeah i uh i feel like there there was one other thing Oh, that's the second episode. We'll get to that. There was one other. There was one other moment that I was like, because I, I kept looking for references, and I feel like I caught a few, but they weren't like super hidden. They were pretty much in your face. Um, mm-hmm. But there was one in the second episode that I, I was, I meant to look up and I didn't. So maybe, hopefully, one of you did. If not, then <laughs> we'll fact check that or something. Um, well, I guess kind of like jumping into this episode and like going along with it. Um, 
you know, it's it seemed pretty simple as far as like plots go for how they get like linked up together. Mm-hmm. Um, I did think it was interesting that the way that she gets the suit uh, is through this like black market where they're selling all this stuff that they like mm-hmm. found at the Avengers Tower wreck or uh, Avengers Compound wreckage. Who who went over there and stole a bunch of stuff? Like it's the Avengers, right? It's their mm-hmm. compound. You'd think that they would have like Shield would take care. Of, well, I guess there's no Shield, right? Uh, sword would take care of it. Like, <laughs> why is it just anybody could go through the wreckage and pull whatever they wanted out of there? Well, people were going through the Chitauri wreckage at the mm-hmm. beginning of the Spider-Man movie, so I feel like I'd be even more scared of giant aliens than yeah. I would be of the Avengers. Yeah. Right. But I guess I, I can understand the Chitauri wreckage since it was like all over New York. Mm-hmm. Like that at least makes a little more sense to me that like the average person could walk up to like a crashed Chitauri ship and just grab something. But like yeah. the Avengers compound? I know. <laughs> that doesn't make a whole lot of sense because you, you, you would think Stark would have every little thing in play because mm-hmm. like they don't want any of that stuff getting out, right? Yeah. You know, there, there's no, you know, people, of course, tons of people want to get their tech and their IP and uh, reverse engineer it and figure out, like, how they can do what they do. Mm-hmm. So, like, Stark would have eyes, lenses everywhere. Yeah, you'd think, or at least, like, okay, somebody snuck in there and stole a computer monitor or yeah, an office chair or a printer or something like that. Okay, I get it. But, like, I don't know, like, something is important at least that we're finding out as important Mm -hmm. as the Ronin suit and the crazy detached or retractable sword. Like what you guys just (laughs) let that hang out in there. Didn't bother to go get it afterwards. (laughs) Well, and it could be that the person who went in there wasn't a ordinary person, but somebody with uh, super abilities of their own, Mm. or maybe somebody just, just sneaky, like the Contessa. Like I feel like she could probably finagle that. Um, True. And also, like, nobody knows that Hawkeye was Ronin. I what? know. <laughs> How is nobody clued into it by the fact that they found it at a, the Avengers yeah. compound? Right. Like, <laughs> that was never brought up. They were just like, we don't know who it is. There was no process of elimination. <laughs> he used like, a sword and a Thor. bow and arrow. He's not 5'9". <laughs> Speaking of security, did y'all catch uh, Kate's password? No. To get into Bishop Security, what was her it? password? Yeah. Is Bishop eleven twenty twelve? I didn't even think to look <laughs> at that. <laughs> I feel like I'm slipping on my. Why? Why would you use your last name? Well, I don't know. You know, but the I guess the bigger question is: is like. Are we going November 2012 or November 20th, 2012? I mean, it could be uh, it could be a reference to that comic series since it came out in 2012. Maybe yeah. that was the premiere date or something, like when the first issue came out. I don't know. We know... Uh, don't get me to line. <laughs> we know the battle in New York was in 2012, but it was earlier. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like that was supposed to be like springtime. Yeah, springtime, yeah. 
So this is also fall, the so. way that they paralleled that battle in the first scene was so good. I saw some videos where people had like synced up how it played out in the Avengers with how it played out at a different angle in this opening sequence, and it was like spot on. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't even talked about that because <laughs> we haven't even talked about the first line that sets really sets the tone of things, and that's what kind of drug me down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I, that was pretty I don't know, that was rough for me. I was like, don't say it, don't say it. <laughs> I, oh, but when she when she said the thing about uh falling out of the sky, I thought that it had already happened. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, that's why she's wanting to leave. <laughs> Everything's going crazy, there's aliens. And so I was a little bit surprised where it like went into the battle because I was like, Oh, I thought we were past this. Mm. Yeah. I I did really like what they did with showing her age up. Mm-hmm. And they like used it as the opening credits of the show. That was really cool. I thought that that was, that was really well done. I, by the end of it, though, I was like, man, oh, man, I can't wait to skip this every single episode. Because like, this is really long. But then in the second episode, it was literally, it's... I even wrote it as a note. I was like, man, I love the short open. It just says Hawkeye and then some arrows fly into the yeah. bullseye. Like, yeah. That one was like four seconds. Yeah. So that's what <laughs> like, I want. It, why even skip it? It wasn't even that long. Yeah. Like, cause I, I, you, I think it sh- said you could skip that, but. Yeah. It, pop, it like, no, popped up, fine. but by the time it popped up, it went away. Cause it was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I did like the opening, like the, the overall opening, you know, it's like pieces of it were a little unbelievable, like watching her run around her house as it's falling apart barefoot. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Some of that just, yeah. Like looking at those details. I, I feel like the unbelievable thing for me was like, where did she have the time to master the bow and arrow and be like a uh-huh. state champion and master mm-hmm. fencing and be a state champion and master gymnastics and be a state champion and master martial arts and be a state. Cha- I was like, at, this doesn't, th- there's no way that you have the time <laughs> to do all that. Although I guess maybe, I mean, she's like a rich family kid. Maybe she literally yeah. didn't have to do anything else. So she could just dedicate her time to that. But I don't know. I just felt like that was weird to be like, oh, yeah, look, she's the I get it. Right. They're trying to be Mm -hmm. like, look, she can do all this stuff because this. But it's like, yeah, but that's like that's like four different kids worth of stuff (laughs) that you're somehow crammed into Mm -hmm. one person. The roles are different for rich people. They probably had her like a tutor that came and got through all of her stuff in like two hours. And it was just like 12 hours of like, I guess, fencing and karate practice. Yeah. And then dinner and then bedtime. <laughs> well, maybe one thing I kind I do hope we get is a little bit more story with her mom cuz the brief moment we we see like the intro with her both of her parents mm-hmm. like her mom is like a completely different person. Yeah. Like seems she went through some pretty major changes. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm almost more interested in, in her character and what's going on than Kate Bishop right now. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't really tell like if if the mom and the dad both ran Bishop security mm-hmm. or if the dad did something else and the mom like I, I couldn't really yeah. get the who did what in the family. Mm-hmm. Um so I, yeah, I'm sure that we'll get more. We, we kind of have to, right? Like she's. Oh yeah. 
I hope we do, but because what we only have this is only gonna be six episodes. Yeah, so we've we're already two down. Got four, <laughs> yeah, two down, four left. Like, I don't know. And it took well, me forever to recognize Vera Farmiga. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, at the beginning, whenever Kate was little, I was sitting there like, her mom almost looks familiar. But then whenever it showed her, like in the modern day, whenever she mm-hmm. had her short haircut, I was like, oh, the wig fooled me. Yeah, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that they, like, did that Disney de-aging yeah. stuff. Yeah. For sure. Like, they, okay. yeah, they may, may have. <laughs> A little face smoothing. Um, well, I wanted to bring up something in the uh, the fight uh, where she first gets the Ronin costume and is running around. Um, there are really three things. First of all, what are those metal wine bottles that she's beating people up with? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was so confused. <laughs> she's like smashing people left and right with two wine bottles, flipping them all around. And every time they hit someone, they make like a metal clink sound. And I was like, what is going on right now? Uh, but that aside, I didn't really understand how the suit fit her sometimes, <laughs> but then didn't other times. There are scenes where like the suit is obviously too large for her. <laughs> and then there are other times where it's like trimmed down and almost tailored to her. All mm-hmm. in the same point of point in time. So I was like, I don't know if that was a... Like maybe the stunt double fills the suit out more yeah. than than she like, does. Maybe. maybe that's that's the only explanation I would have. Although I didn't I didn't notice any big changes in the fit, but just having a double would probably explain that. Although I do think it's funny that a teenage not teenage she's twenty two, but a girl <laughs> can wear the same costume as Hawkeye without much trouble. <laughs> yeah, he's just tiny. But then when she's out in the when she's like running away, it's like super baggy on her. Like, the legs are too long, and the sleeves are a little bit too big, and the hood is, like, two times its size. So I was like, this is weird. It's like they can't... Maybe they made too many versions, and they couldn't figure out which one. I don't know. It, that was the only... Maybe that, the floppy one was too dangerous to use in a fight scene. Yeah. Or just too distracting. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks funny when she runs. You're like, okay, we can use it for that. Yeah. That took that took me out of it a little bit, but I did enjoy that scene. I thought that was that was kind of cool. Um, I the the villains. I'm excited for them to give us some better villains. I know we're only two episodes in, and we did yeah. see a villain reveal at the end of the second episode, but the. The tracksuit mafia is just like, I mean, it feels like a band. Like I was just kind of like that. I feel like that's you know street band. You just be walking down New York City like, check it out, this tracksuit mafia. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I don't know. They're just they're like constant use of bro and <laughs> the fact that they're all like super dumb. Like not a single one of them is remotely intelligent. I'm just like, ah, this is like, I don't know. This is some like DC goon level mm-hmm. bad guys, like henchmen, morons. I don't know. I just get like, it, let's get through them already. <laughs> In the comics, they're called tracksuit Draculas. I mean, that's better than tracksuit mafia. So <laughs> it'd be 
interested. Uh, yeah, they they're not very exciting. Um, yeah, that was I a love bit the bro thing though. <laughs> <laughs> it's just constant. It's like every time anyone says anything, bro, hey, bro. <laughs> it's the best and dumbest running joke that they've done so far. <laughs> um, well, I guess I mean the the first episode ju- is just pretty much set up right there's not like nothing huge happens in the first episode other than um yeah which there's one that we haven't even talked about what rogers the musical oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah listen with ant-man who's just thrown (laughs) in there i love um i was reading a thing that said most people that uh were like watching the Avengers probably assumed Ant-Man was there because he's tiny and he always mm-hmm. seems invisible so they just think he was part of the battle <laughs> I mean that's a good reason for them to put him in there I guess yeah I'm just not really sure he, he was there or not <laughs> I would pay scalper prices to go see Rogers the musical <laughs> yeah I wish that because uh, they did kind of like make it seem like we were watching it through different points of the musical but like every single time it was the same song and i was like man i really would have loved if like they had shown us like one other song or like one other moment from this like what else happened in this musical because like do they know about the fight in the woods like is that public knowledge or not i I'm curious to see if, uh, yeah, surely the musical is going to come back in another episode. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. And I, well, it was on anything, TV too in the second episode, yeah. I think. So, mm-hmm. if anything, that could be like the very end, it could be like a after credit <laughs> is, uh, maybe Clint goes back with his wife <laughs> to watch the thinking. second half. <laughs> to figure out who out of all the Avengers would be the happiest with the fact that they made a musical about them. And I, fe- I feel like it's probably Scott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they think I was at the Battle of New York. <laughs> it's awesome. It'd either be that or Thor. Oh yeah. yeah. Thor definitely. He would I have think... a popcorn front yeah. row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, oh, this would be so fun to like have like, oh, that, this, that, that's what they need to do. Clint needs to go back with his wife and see Thor and Scott just sitting there side by side. Yeah, if we Maybe. could get all the all the Avengers oh together watching the Avengers movie or Avengers. That would be great. Maybe Lucky season two, he takes Sylvie to see it. Like, I was there. Yeah. That's me. Oh, they'll, they're sitting in the back and he's like, Yeah, that that didn't happen. I don't know who he, he wasn't there. <laughs> like he didn't look like that. What, what? and she'd be like, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um which uh another interesting moment that happened during this was this is the first time we see and th- this is the other thing that was hard for me this setting it up is uh is just Clint's old. Yeah. <laughs> is it, he's got a hearing aid and apparently like he's just sitting there and not even listening to any he can't hear the musical at all mm-hmm. cuz he turned his hearing aid off. So that was very fascinating of like interesting moment to kind of introduce this Mm -hmm. this side of him and is that going to come to play in any way yeah the hearing aid thing was weird to me because like it made sense for one of the scenes that it showed us Mm -hmm. when she was like why do you have that or whatever yeah and 
it was like a scene of him crashing through a window, a scene of him shooting an explosive arrow or something, and then the scene from Endgame, which was like the whole building exploded around him. And I was like, that one made sense. Like that made sense as to why he has a hearing aid because he was in the middle of like a huge explosion. Yeah. Why bother showing the other two? Like, I don't know. Yeah. That just seemed weird. Like a, they needed an extra 15 seconds or something to like round out the episode. So they're like, I don't know, throw two more scenes of him doing something in there. It's repeated exposure to loud sounds. <laughs> There's, he lived through so many loud bangs and explosions. Yeah. Yeah. I just. But nobody else got that. <laughs> I. I mean, I definitely think it will come back at some point. Like, either it will malfunction, it will get taken away from him. Something, mm-hmm. Something's going to happen with that, where it's it's not going to work, and it's going to be something yeah. he has to overcome. Um, it's just a matter of when in these six yeah. episodes. Right. <clears throat> I thought the Thanos, uh, Thanos was right. Mm-hmm. Little tag on the toilet. Mm-hmm. was interesting only because like who who thinks thanos is right like is there pro thanos graffiti out there and like this is the <laughs> first time we've seen it wasn't it a whole thing in falcon and the winter soldier though that there were all these groups that were like things mm-hmm. were better uh whenever half the people were snapped away and resources uh, are more available well i think i don't think they were saying it was better when the people were gone. I think their argument was that when the people came back, basically they were upset that they had to like change the way they were living. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I guess, and like I did actually kind of forget about that being a part of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So maybe that was like a little tie-in. I yeah. wonder maybe are we going to see some more of the, oh, what were they called? global the flag, flag smashers. smashers yeah yeah maybe we'll see them i mean if the, if that had said thanos was right and then had like a little flag smashers logo mm-hmm. or something that yeah that maybe it would have struck a chord with me and i would have been like oh yeah but i completely forgot about that <laughs> yeah still such what? a dumb name you can't smash a flag <laughs> <laughs> you freeze dry it yeah I mean, Which, um, Clint does go out to to Madripoor, so that would have been an interesting connection if they could have did something there. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will. I doubt it. I mean, this this will probably all be set in New York. If we go to Madripoor one more time, <laughs> and I don't get a sighting of Wolverine, I'll be mad. Don't do it. Don't bother. Don't go there. <laughs> patient we will <laughs> uh all right well let's let's b- bump on over to the next episode unless there's any anything else you guys had from the first episode um not necessarily um i think oh the the actor that's playing jack well how do you sell this i can't remember how to say their last do how do we say the last name oh i Duquesne? No, it's... I didn't write it down. Yeah, Duquesne. I just called him Jack. 
Oh, yeah. it's Duquesne looking, then it is Duquesne. Duquesne, yeah. Duquesne, sorry. Okay, I, listeners, I apologize. <laughs> Duquesne. Yeah, uh, I'm a fan of this actor. Um, I really like him. He's like uh, the main bad in Better Call Saul right mm-hmm. now. So he's really solid in that. So I'm excited to see see him more. See, I was the opposite. I don't like him in this. I feel like he's not he's not being creepy enough. He's not being. It's like he can't decide. He's like in middle of the road yeah. in it right now. It, it's like, it is. It is very similar to um, to the villain in uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, yeah. You know, it almost has that same vibe. I just want him to like. Okay, am I going to just go ahead and think that you're bad? Yeah. Or am I going to think that you're some like dumb thing for? Mm-hmm viewers to watch and be like he's bad but really it's like no he's he's not like it's a red herring but but right now the way that he's playing the character is like scene to scene it changes it's like in some scenes he's playing it up like the fencing scene man the whole fencing scene i was like okay so like we're supposed to think he's bad but he's not bad but then in the scene with the uh, where they like talk in the uh, office, I was like, "Oh, okay, so he's bad." Like I'm, yeah, he's he's clearly bad, but it's like I can't. I, <laughs> Act one way, be one well, way. It's well, yeah, but he he does have a connection potentially to Clint if they go with that story arc. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I just want it to decide. Because I think that we're getting into mm-hmm. a dangerous territory with only six episodes of yeah, how many villains are we going to have? Because, like, is he going to be in charge of the criminal underworld? Is he going to be in charge of the tracksuit mafia? Is he going to be in charge of one of these other gangs that is mm-hmm. trying to hunt the Ronin? Or is he just a bad dude? completely unrelated to all that in which case like hold on now you're introducing too many people too many villains for six episodes yeah i don't know the only bad thing that we can be pretty sure that he did is kill his uncle oh yeah definitely yeah yeah i mean which do we care he's his uncle seemed kind of creepy too so. yeah his uncle's bad too so i don't know that that matters that much <laughs> we forgive him <laughs> Well, it's interesting the uh, the watch that was like what the tracksuit mafia came to steal was this watch, mm-hmm. um, and then Pizza Dog attacks the guy who found the watch, and then we don't know what happened to the watch. I assume at some point Pizza Dog will poop out the watch, <laughs> but right now, like I don't know where the watch is. Did the tracksuit mafia have the watch? Did the dog run away and hide the watch somewhere? Did he eat the watch? What's the significance of the watch? Right. Um, So I'm almost thinking that like maybe the watch is some sort of like key to open something. Mm -hmm. Whether that's like part of Avengers compound or something. So like now I'm starting to get like Marvel conspiracy brain going. Is that like 
is Contessa using the tracksuit mafia to bring her this key so she can get arms for her secret Avengers or dark Avengers group or like she's got to play into this somehow. Some, someone that we're going to see here is going to get pulled into her team. And I don't see it being Kate only because everyone else that's been pulled to her team so far has been sort of like Mm anti-hero material. Whereas like, I don't really think Kate Bishop is an anti-hero. So yeah. I, unless something crazy happens in the next five ep- or four episodes. I mean, she like <laughs> kills somebody and turns to the dark side or something. I don't know, but. So many unanswered questions. <laughs> I was really thinking um, before I found some stuff on the internet, I was thinking that the aunt whose apartment that she was living in was going to turn out to be the Contessa. Um, but Kate's aunt is apparently like an actual character in the comics and she's an actress, which is why she's got movie posters and stuff up in there. So I'm like, dang it. (laughs) So unless the Contessa Val has a second career as a film actress, it's probably not her. Yeah. I don't know though. I mean, maybe she has one of those face changer masks. Yeah. Maybe the Contessa's not who we think she is. I don't know. She's actually Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At this point, um, they just need the Contessa needs her own series. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. why not? Like, let's just give her a series and fill everyone in. What's going on? Yeah, which I'm surprised that, like, with all the releases of all the content that they're putting out, that like Dark Avengers or something of that storyline arc or whatever Mm -hmm. is not one of the things that we got teased so i don't know i don't know what they're maybe they're just stashing up all these people for something in the future and they haven't really decided yet but let's jump into the second episode um now pretty early on in the second episode is when something happens that i wish that I had remembered to look up. Maybe one of you did. But when they go to the apartment, the aunt's apartment, mm-hmm. and she's looking to hit a buzzer, it's another one of those things where, like, here we are, just like the list or the the, the list of names in Bucky's book mm-hmm. in Falcon and Leather Soldier. They took the time to show us pretty slowly all of these names. <laughs> and I was like, okay. There's a reference in here, right? Somewhere. Whether it's a reference to a character or a reference to someone that worked on the show. Yeah. I think it was mostly people who were involved in the production. Okay. That's what I was I think... thinking. Because I, I think that's <laughs> kind of where that the Bucky's list went. There were like a bunch of names on there of people that worked on the show. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that that's what it was. But I meant to look it up and I forgot to do that. So... Um, again, I did like the short open. I hope that that sticks around. Not that the, not that the long open isn't cool. It is cool. (laughs) I just don't want to watch it every time. And even though you can skip it, it's like, yeah, but I got to skip it. (laughs) Just give me the short open and call it a day. If I want to watch the long one, I'll watch the first episode again. Um, 
I liked the uh, Fireman Larper group. I thought that was <laughs> that was like a funny storyline that somehow all of the firemen and police force in New York are part of this LARP group. Um, I was looking for any sort of like reference in there to like I I don't know I thought sh- surely like somebody there would have been a bunch of people dressed up as Thor. <laughs> I I feel like that would have made sense, right? Like there are all these real life heroes that wear armor and stuff. I don't know. The only thing that I noticed, and I, I could be totally off, but to me, the music sounded really similar, and a lot of the set pieces looked really similar to the Ren Faire scene from Loki. So I think they might have had some reusing of things. <laughs> Probably. Which, I mean, yeah. do it. Hallmark does it. They got that one gazebo they use in all their Christmas movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. I'm trying to remember what... We just watched something recently a movie and oh uh we watched the uh oh what did you call it we watched jungle cruise um <laughs> the, the emily yeah blunt. the emily blunt movie um <laughs> we, did too, we watched that the other day and one of the sets was 110 percent a set from pirates of the caribbean like not they didn't even change anything it was just the set from pirates of the caribbean um i mean it's basically the same movie but if pirates of the caribbean had a baby with the mummy yeah (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah that made me think of that uh i almost feel like the the second episode jumping back to hawkeye um the second episode went quick like, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I started it and then all of a sudden it was over. And I was like, man, that was fast. I don't know if I was having more fun with it or it was like the story pacing was a little bit quicker or something. I don't know. It just seems to go yeah. quickly. For fi- so It was 51 it minutes. It wasn't so. that. I mean, it was really just Clint's like, okay, I got to go get the suit. So that. Yeah. It's just what he's doing. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I just, I felt like it was, the first episode is, again, like an introductory episode, right? Just your base level, here are the building blocks of Clint's world and Kate's world and who they are. But the second episode was like, okay, Clint's on a mission, he's going to do this, and he and we watch him go and do it. And so, like, maybe that's why it just felt quicker just because it felt like there was purpose there was a goal to achieve in this episode whereas the first episode was like "Ooh, who's doing what where is everybody what's the goal of this um and then as soon as he gets the suit and puts it away he immediately is like okay now i'm gonna go take care of the tracksuit mafia and i was like okay all right all right right on to the next task i guess and uh he does his catch and release plan gets caught a nice little little <laughs> nod there yeah to Matt. But yeah, yeah i do appreciate that like there we get all these various nods that just kind of show like you know just the deep relationship he had with nat mm-hmm. like how close they were and mm-hmm. i do like that and and i hope that it comes back more like maybe well i th- I think that's a smart setup, especially if we will see uh, 
Yelena. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Um, just because like the the bonus credit and Black Widow feels like that's kind of what. Although, does he know Yelena? That's a great question. He probably knows of her, if nothing else. I feel like Hawkeye and Black Widow have like a, I mean, obviously have a complicated history together. Yeah. But like, yeah. They're close, but also. Were they close? And I mean, they were close enough where like she knows his family, like right, you know, perfectly. And he but knows does she that share she came like from the yeah, like how much of her family, right? Well, because yeah, right, because like she doesn't know mm-hmm. her family, so yeah, like would he have known about that, like the Russian Captain America and her also black widow's sister like Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i don't know i don't know if that's ever talked about in anything or if that's just kind of like sure take it kind of you know it's going back to some of these other characters it's just like how much do the avengers know like you feel like they've got to keep their eyes so they're aware of like everyone and what everyone's doing Mm. surely but maybe not yeah, I don't know. I feel like in Marvel stuff, they always make it seem like the Avengers have all their secrets on lock. Mm-hmm. But then in the very next issue, AIM or, you know, whatever, some other big corporation all of a sudden has one of their secrets. And it's like, yeah. well, I guess you guys aren't that smart. Or well prepared, like you can't. I, I don't know. No one's pulling a Batman. Like no one's. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even think that there's like. Well, I guess that's sort of Tony's thing with all of his suits, right? Is that like he's yeah. got a suit for each Avenger, but or to fight each Avenger, I should say. Um, I don't know. I guess it's just one of those like convenience things. Like whenever we need clint to know something about her past mm-hmm. he'll know it but when we don't want him to he won't know it i don't know maybe it's yeah. just something like that it'll be interesting mm-hmm. especially to see like what other big mcu characters they bring into this because right now we don't have any um i mean well <laughs> we're about to We'll get to that at the end. Yeah, yeah. I as much as I like Rhodey, give me somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> like is he is is he the only one hanging around doing nothing? Everyone else is busy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but like on the moon. We're in New York with all these gangs. We know that in the comics, Kingpin is like relatively in charge of all the gangs. Mm-hmm. Kingpin's Daredevil villain. Daredevil has ties to a bunch of other people. Do you think that we'll see references to any of that? Or is we this... already have. I was about to say, besides the one? Yeah, well, yeah, but I just mean, like, do you think we'll get, like, 
do you think that will be a part of this? Or do we think it'll be just like, oh, this is New York's huge. So you're never going to see people. They're all over the place. If anything, I'm hoping they can bring in Kingpin. I think we'll be more likely to see Kingpin in the Spider-Man movie. I mean, interesting. That's so many, <laughs> so many bad guys. Well, let's not even go into that. <laughs> I'm hoping that this is like a jumping off point for other things, which is kind of what I've hoped for all of these so far is that they're springboards mm-hmm. for introducing new stuff. So like, I would hope that like, even if it is in credits, at the end mm-hmm. of the sixth episode where it's like the bad guys that we've seen from the criminal organizations have to like, you know, lick their wounds and tuck their tails and run back to their boss who is obviously Kingpin. And we get to see him mm-hmm. just be like, dang it. Like you guys aren't working hard enough or something. I don't know. Only because like, there's so many, there's so many heroes in New York, right? that are that are yeah. like New York based heroes and mm-hmm. I know you think about New York as like oh yeah it's well it's giant right there's like Spider-Man takes care of Manhattan and Daredevil takes care of Hell's Kitchen and Iron Fist and Luke Cage are in the Bronx and it's like yeah but that's new, that's all New York like there's no way that these characters wouldn't run into each other or help each other out or fight each other at some point or something, you know? So you're going to throw Hawkeye and Kate Bishop in the middle of New York and have them start a gang war. And you're telling me that no one else is going to show up. Someone it's else Christmas. is going to show I've up. Plans. <laughs> yeah. Also. Yeah. That's the other big thing we haven't even mentioned. Like they're in this Tahoe. Is, they're skiing. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, this is all happening during Christmas. Like where's the snow? I don't buy it. There was some in Central Park. Where, where's our McAllister <laughs> reference? <laughs> it'll it'll happen, right? For sure. They just made Home Alone three. They're gonna have to. No, this is like Home, or home Alone whatever Home Alone six or seven. 12, yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, surely they'll throw a reference in there, even if it's just like oh the police over the police radio. You're like, oh, some kid just caught two bandits. <laughs> <laughs> is it not also the same thing as Die Hard though what Die Hard's no Die Hard's in Chicago right but like this is about like a dad who's on his own he's trying to take care of business while also impressing his wife around Christmas time it's Die Hard <laughs> <laughs> I did like the the little like back and forth between him and his wife where like she knows. She knows what's mm-hmm. going on. He's not like trying to trick her into like, oh, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Instead, he's like, no, nah, I got to go take care of the tracksuit mafia. And she's like, ah, oh, those idiots. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, all right, well, have fun, I guess. Be careful. And he's like, yeah. And I promised I'd be home by Christmas. And she was like, all right, you got a couple days. So see you at Christmas. It was just like, <laughs> take care of this. yeah, this is like a just a funny I don't know relationship that they have where it's just 
Yeah, I, See, I this get is, it. Yes, like Spider-Man needs to be in this, like because because Hawkeye and Spider-Man would connect on that kind of level. Yeah, like we don't get, you know. Yeah. Like They're all the other Avengers, real people. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Spider-Man takes place before or after this. I know they're kind of releasing at the same time, but mm-hmm. it's hard to tell. So I really want to go back and watch Daredevil again because now, if they could pull in Kingpin, I just want to know like where is that going to connect with the Dare like the Netflix series. Yeah. Like which season, like But that's the thing I is are they gonna remember where he ended up? If they bring Netflix mm-hmm. Matt Murdoch into this, mm-hmm. which we've already seen Foggy yeah. brought into this and Trinity brought into this. Um mm-hmm. Do you think they'll keep that storyline? Like they will cement that storyline into the MCU because that storyline would lead to defenders and all that other stuff. So like they couldn't just be like, well, that didn't happen. That actually now has to happen. So I'm wondering if they're going to keep the same actor or actors and Mm -hmm. just for us, you know what I mean? Like they're just keeping Mm -hmm. them because we all know them as daredevil and Kingpin and Punisher, but they're not going to, They're not going to say that all that stuff that happened in all those shows and Defenders happened. Instead, it's just going to be like, nope, new universe, same actors, same characters, but completely different story. Maybe um, they only keep Charlie Cox. He's the only one I know of that's married to like a big wig at Marvel. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't care. Like, I. I'm. I would be totally fine if they just can bring in the same actors mm-hmm. and they just can be there. Mm-hmm. And do things. I would almost prefer. I don't that. need to see. I don't need to see the like the Netflix stuff is fine. It's kind of like you can like take it or leave it, right? Mm. If you're a fan of those and you and you you've watched those series, then you can kind of make it make sense. Mm. Or otherwise, it's like because like like they didn't have to do what they did with Spider Man. They you right. know they skipped all of that stuff. Right. Just, Which know, is why like I, I I I hope that they bring them in and it's not related to that. Yeah. Only because they did build up so much stuff that it would be like a little bit unbelievable, right? That Matt Murdock shows up to help out as Daredevil, <laughs> but he doesn't bring Iron Fist and Luke Cage and Jessica Jones to like also help out. When it's like, well, you've already yeah. shown us that they all live pretty close to each other and help each other. Right. So now you got to rewrite all that. So just just forget that happened. Bring them in. New character yeah. story. They could bring him. I don't know. Alternate timeline. Exactly. I just want uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. If I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah. He was so so good as Kingpin. Oh yeah. I just want him back. <laughs> I think of those of those actors that played those roles. I think Matt Murdock was great. I think mm-hmm. Kingpin was great. Punisher was great. I liked Luke Cage, even though I feel like no one else liked that series. Uh, get rid of Iron Fist. Start that over. <laughs> we don't need that. Yeah. And then, I don't know, Jessica Jones. 
it was too much detective, not enough superhero yeah. detective. So, I don't know. I... I wish that they would just decide. Like, just pull the trigger, say, yes, these are the characters. No, it is a different storyline, or... I don't know. Stop, like, dragging us along, right? Like, (laughs) Daredevil's not even on the list of stuff coming up in the next five years, so... Mm-hmm. We're going to wait six years and then he's going to be Charlie Cox is going to be older and not be able to do all that stuff anyway. And it's like, well, you waited too long. Yeah. I don't know about. I don't know how old he is, but in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch like 50 year old Daredevil doing backflips and stunts off stuff now. Hang on. I'm doing math in my head. He was really young whenever Stardust came out. And that was in like 20. 20- I think he's in his like early thirties. I know he's got to be like forty. Well, then maybe he would be a fifty-year-old <laughs> daredevil flipping around through Hell's Kitchen. I'd watch that. <laughs> but so let's so let's finish up the episode because <laughs> there's like two two big things in the episode I want to circle back on, mm-hmm. but. uh what what are y'all's thoughts on the the live action role playing scene? <laughs> I thought it was funny, except they only get one hit, and at one moment he basically gets like piled on by a bunch of people, yeah. and they're all hitting him constantly, and then he sweeps them all away, and nobody says anything. And I was like, well, hold on, he's dead, right? He got hit, right? Once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That just felt weird because it shows up, they explain the rules. And then it's like the two seconds later, yeah, he immediately everyone, everyone yeah. the rules, and no one else yeah. seems to care. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I wonder if it's just the status thing because that's that's another big element. Is like I'm more fascinated on on that on in terms of his character because we have seen a few moments where like he just wants to be normal, mm-hmm. but he can't be normal because people know who he is, right? And so it's like it's almost like he's royalty because he just get stuff free and you know mm-hmm. all this and he's you know that he doesn't want that right right um so i'm wondering if that was kind of what was could have been going on here so people know who he is so they're like we'll just kind of let him go <laughs> keep going yeah. right well yeah i mean definitely to the point where when he does meet up with the guy that has the suit he's like hey just mm-hmm. let me kill you and i'll give you the suit <laughs> and then he does and the guy says like oh now i'm the duke of whatever shire and you're like Oh, so because he, air quotes, killed Hawkeye, he gets this, like, title given to him as, like, notoriety. So, yeah, maybe that is it. Just <laughs> no, no one wanted to be the person that walked up and said, hey, you broke the rules. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got anything else from this this second episode? I was bummed that there was no... Post credits, mid credits, nothing. I mean, we haven't really gotten that in in any of these series except for like the last episode of the series. But yeah, I don't know. I, I would expect that they would treat this one the same way. Yeah, we'll, we'll get a we'll get a one maybe two extra scenes on episode six. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish that they would. I mean, that's like Marvel's thing. That's like their calling card is having yeah. mid and post credit scenes. So. 
it's weird to me that they don't even just throw in like a teaser for the next episode. It doesn't have to be some like grand, oh my gosh, blew my mind until the last episode. But like it could have been, you know, into the first episode could have been maybe the the stepdad like opening the sword at his house or something or like learning how the sword worked. Mm-hmm. Although I guess that would give away, I don't know. just something i want more i hope every week is two episodes no i don't because we'll run out of stuff really quick but yeah (laughs) i just want to watch it all well any other any other notes or anything on these two episodes two first episodes besides echo yeah yeah let's talk about uh, yeah (laughs) let's let's finish we yeah we never really finished the second episode so yeah, yeah let's let's talk about it i know because you keep saying like i want all this <laughs> i want this and i'm like uh we got a brand new character at the end yeah we got an echo yeah which i yeah that took me a second to realize like oh snap okay now we're setting up you know a future series mm-hmm. echo is uh the stepdaughter of kingpin right yeah yeah, we're gonna get. I I feel like we're like we'll get. We could get Kingpin in this for sure. I just don't want it to be like that's it. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Yeah. I don't want this to be. Oh, Echo's in charge because again, Echo, Kingpin's daughter, is in charge of the tracksuit mafia. A bunch of like meathead bros with <laughs> Russian <laughs> accents. Like yeah. It's her super villain training wheels. She's got to right. learn with these low-level thugs before she can move up in the organization. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, man, that's got to suck dealing with those guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, obviously, Hawkeye and Kate Bishop escape, right? Like, this is the second episode. So do you think that she will be the big bad of this series? Or will she no. just be one of many, many bosses that they have to beat along the way? I'm more curious if they will fight Echo in any way or if this is going to... Because Echo kind of takes on the mantle of Ronin. So is that the arc we're going to get? Or does it go more of a villain route? I don't it's, it's This is a tough one, especially being like this relation to Kingpin. Yeah. She's aware of what Kingpin does. I don't know. I, think I don't she'll know be, Echo enough. I think she will be a main villain until the last part of episode five and episode six where she will slightly turn and then she will be the one that contessa picks up for her dark avengers squad interesting or will i'm yeah see i'm curious to see how yelena is going to come into play and will Echo and Elena butt heads and fight. Right. 
I don't know. Maybe maybe they will, and maybe that's how <sighs> Contessa finds out about Echo, and then yeah. recruits her. Could we see Moon Knight? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't. I don't think that they would do that yet. Well, and Moon Knight's in Los Angeles. He's a West Coast Avenger, so. I don't know to that, that note, let's circle back <laughs> because there was a, a big one that that was overlooked earlier, and that was uh, what you asked was the apartment, the names on the list. Mm-hmm. The big one was Moira Brandon, um, which uh, she gives her estate to the West Coast Avengers. Oh, okay. So it's setting up it's setting up the West Coast Avengers. Right. Well, that's interesting. I mean Yeah. Is that the name of the aunt? Mm-hmm. Okay. And and that's yeah, I guess that, that is her aunt. Which I didn't pick up on that. I thought that was just a, a name on the list. Well then that makes sense then. If her aunt yeah. is an actress and she's off in LA, so maybe that mm-hmm. will be the tie in in the mm-hmm. Moon Knight series. He'll run into her. She'll talk about her niece out east. And then it'll be like, oh, that's Kate Bishop. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying trying to figure out where we're going. And I just wish that there, in that list of all the stuff coming out, there was something more solid that I could place Contessa and all of her acquired assets in. I just don't see anything on that list that makes sense for that. So Hmm. maybe secret wars, but even that is like, they would be like side characters in it. So I don't know. I mean, maybe that's what they're supposed to be. Maybe it's just like a group of, Mm-hmm. The Avengers that will do what the Avengers won't. I don't know. Four <laughs> episodes. Ah, this is a tough. This is a tough one because yeah, we're already what? running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it, that's what it feels like. It's like this is gonna be over in like one hour. Like, what all could they do? <laughs> like, okay, like we've got Echo. How big of a role is Echo? Will we see Elena? Mm-hmm how big of a role is the swordsman going to have? Like, Mm -hmm. is he going to, you know, how big is he going to get? Is Kingpin going to show up? Is Spider-Man going to show up? Yeah. Where's Wolverine? (laughs) They keep dropping hints that maybe it's a variant of Kang who bought Avengers Tower. Is that going to play into things? Yeah. Oh yeah. I saw some, some stuff circulating around that of like, uh, who, who bought Avengers Tower. I still hope that it's fantastic Four. Oh, read. Yeah. I, I'm still hoping yeah. that it's like, turned into the Baxter it, building. Uh, uh, the first thought I had was like, ooh, could it be uh Doctor Doom? But no, it'd be it would be Reed that would buy it, right? Yeah. When we saw it in a movie, a show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think. It was in the void on Loki. Yeah, it was. Directed version of it. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. He he's flying around and he flies through it and it's being mm-hmm. 
like rebuilt or reworked on or whatever. And I think there's a, that was that one where it's like one, two, three question mark is in Mm -hmm. front of it. And it's like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. is okay. So is it the Baxter building? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm excited. I, I think this will be a fun, lighthearted, semi lighthearted. I guess it did get a little violent. Um, but fun, lighthearted, I guess, air quotes, uh, addition to holiday playlists <laughs> as far as videos go. <laughs> um, and I am yeah, excited to see where it goes, what happens next. So don't miss out. Next week, we're back to, well, is it releasing on Wednesdays? I think so. Okay. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so we're back to our regularly scheduled Thursday new episode podcast. (laughs) So (laughs) be sure not to miss it. Don't forget, if you're a Patreon subscriber, you actually get it on Wednesday. You get the lightly edited version, which (laughs) is pretty much just the raw audio file from our our (laughs) Zoom meeting. (laughs) So if you want to hear that and uh, any other special episodes or special content that we have consider subscribing on patreon if you don't want all that you just want to listen to us that's cool too just listen to us on whatever podcast platform you listen to just don't forget tell your friends we're still kind of small and that's the best way for us to grow is you telling your friends that also like marvel stuff to listen and contribute find us on social media let us know what you think is going on where do you think the Contessa fits in? Who's she going to steal from this show for her <laughs> merry band of Dark Avengers? Everybody. <laughs> pizza dog. Oh, please. No, she can't take pizza dog. I want pet Avengers. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I guess uh, anyone got a nifty one-liner for this week? Sure don't. <laughs> Were you going to say woof woof? No. Oh, that's what I was thinking. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, woof woof. See you guys next week. There we go. <laughs>